And then what about, are you watching the Sex and the City reboot? I'm not, no. But I never watched the Sex and the City to begin with. So, but I'm, I'm, I want to hear all your hot takes on all of it. Well, like there's like a well, not like, right now. No, but I know. But it's like Miranda's getting finger banged by a by a gender. She wrote, she's like, listen, I'll do this bullshit, but you're making me a lesbian by season two because yeah. I'm not I'm gonna say. I'm because, bi by episode six. Yeah, I'm bi by episode six, and I'm a lesbian by season two. Yeah. And I'm and when we come back on season two, I want to have a wife, and I want to have three Asian babies. I think one of my issues with it is um, the woman that she's getting finger banged by is a comedian who just does really shitty, safe gender empowerment comedy, and it's like I guess real life. In like uh, on, the on, on the show, and you know, I don't even I don't think she's a stand up in real life. Yeah, why uh, are they trying to make women not funny again in twenty twenty one? And tra- you know, and trans people, people like it's like, like why do they have like, to be doing safe comedy? Why do stop women... reminding people how less funny trans people are than Dave Chappelle? It's not helpful for the movement. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gay Power Half Hour, the only gay podcast on the internet that isn't celebrating the January 6th insurrection by um, crashing into the White House with planes with (laughs) your host, Casey Lai. Hi, I'm Tony Soto. I like to just burn targets. I don't go for historic monuments. I'm sorry. I have a little bit of respect for history. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> thanks, Hi. Tony, the historian here. Um, it's <laughs> nice to be here. Happy um, one year anniversary of yes, uh, to, the death of democracy. In to you too. Can, I mean, it's nice to know that we have lived through a lot of historical moments and we were there uh, when democracy died. Uh, happy anniversary to you too. I was just thinking about this seriously though. I was like, you know, motherfuckers, like these people get so mad about a burning Walmart or a burning CVS in a city that they don't even live in. You know what I mean? In a city that's not even there. And then, uh, but what they like to do when they get a little bit upset is go and burn down uh, big historical buildings that we allegedly own. It's like, oh, okay. So you, like, it's supposed to be the people's house. But you're gonna go and you're gonna burn that fucking shit down. But you get mad when uh when someone in the inner city burns down a Walgreens. Get out of my fucking face. So a couple of things on that. All good points. One, um, I asked you if you were uh, watching Station Eleven before on HBO, and you you said no. But there is um one part of it is it's like a post. It's a post. It, after a pandemic, it's like years later, and then there's a guy causing trouble with the new society, and his whole thing is like um nothing before matters there is no before 
and um, because before led to this. And so all the things from before, including art, Shakespeare, literate, you know, like like government, all the ways before got us to the thing where society collapsed. So let's do something over and new and not try to bring back anything from the past. And that is to a certain extent, you know, cultural nihilism. And that's um, believe, you know, you kind of like that idea. I saw you be like, oh, I, I agree with that for well, but I well, think no. like, to a certain extent, you know, blowing up, blowing up this, you know, the, the Capitol building is part of that idea where like none of these things matter because oh, it's yeah, all yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. no i don't i don't i don't disagree with that i was i was thinking that like i'm not one of those people who i feel like i've openly fought since the pandemic and people been like i want it back to normal i want everything to go back to normal it's like yeah well that's not happening i also don't care about blowing up the, the white house i truly don't <laughs> i just want to be very clear the yeah, 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 half yeah. hour is not saying is not trying to blow anything up including no, no, no. any buildings that are government look uh, here's um, the thing here's the thing i'm not saying that if it wasn't my team that was insurrecting uh due to you know my beliefs uh being challenged you, you know it, it's like it, it's a fine line when it comes to insurrections because it's like, okay, well, which side are you on in that? In that? Right. I, I happen to be a fan and still on the side of democracy. This inter in, uh, insurrection was literally against that. Now, had Donald Trump successfully stolen the election at that time, I can't say that I wouldn't condone a bunch of people who love democracy that try to go and fucking tear down those walls to get that fucker out of office. You know what I mean? I so, agree 100%. It's like that, um, there is that whole meme thing where like, look at this dress, is it gold or is it black? Um, it's kind of like- or fucking Yanny or whatever. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Look at this insurrection, is it blue or is it red? You know, and then that's gonna kind of be whether you support it or not. And um, I just want to say, I'm not supporting any insurrection that has happened in the last year. Um, <laughs> that is for darn sure. So the, so all of my favorite shows are basically back at home. Like everyone is back secluded and recording and whatnot. And um, it, it's such major, It's that to me is like major news. When Disney's like, okay, everyone go fucking back home. Like there's a problem here and COVID is now like the third story on any newsreel. And, and, and what it has come down to is that we don't have the deaths, So the importance isn't that crazy. And I still think in my head, still in my brain, I think that the, well, everyone's going to get it. It's, ba it's bound to happen. -da 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 -da. I'm like, that to me is, is more signs of a broken system than an insurrection with a bunch of fucking hillbillies. Um, because, because yeah. we still do not know the effects, the long-term effects of what the COVID-19 virus does to our human bodies. And there are some people who have gotten it twice now or multiple more, times more after getting fucking vaccinated and everything. And they're like, well, we were vaccinated. So I've gotten fucking COVID three times now. I'm thinking three shots doesn't fucking mean that you can get three, like, covid three times i i don't know i think I we're know. being too know. lackadaisical about it we don't care about our human bodies and i think we're going to be re reaping the fucking bullshit from this for decades to come like I, 
you know, I think on, on the one hand, yes. Um, like it is a total reckless shit show out there um, based on, um, you know, individual rights trumping the well-being of society, which is the foundation of America. Um, and, and that's where we are. That being said, this Omicron variant is not affecting people who have, who are twice vaccinated or especially boosted. They're getting it, but they're not getting sick. And in fact, I was just, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but like the hospitalizations are showing that like, sure, there are hospitalizations up and there are a lot of people with COVID in there, but that's because once it's most of the people are going in for something else and then testing positive for COVID while they're in there. So they're realizing they had COVID. It was like underlying in their system, but it wasn't the thing that they were going into the hospitals for. For the I mean, part. I'm talking and, to like double vaxxed boosted people no, who got COVID and they're like, I was sick for two weeks. No, like, it's real. I mean, the, the, the yeah, thing yeah. about it is like, like death isn't who fuck that like th this is the thing it's like oh so now people stop dying so we have to so so now it's not so bad and it's not affecting us and i'm like that is really dumb that but is maybe really, that's where we have to be and like, we have like to start getting getting herd immunity two years into a pith into a pandemic is pathetic like uh, herd immunity went like, like we should have let that happen when ev everyone when they were when they had like fucking mobile morgues that's when we should have gotten human uh but no we tried there were there was just enough people to try there was just enough people to fucking like uh trust science but then there was still way too many stupids and so like now if we get fucking herd immunity from omicron because it's lighter or whatever to me it's sad and it's pathetic it's like well i mean you're saying you'd rather i wanted to keep killing folks i wanted to keep killing folks i wanted to keep killing folks because at this point morgue. that is the only thing that makes this worth it like being skeptical and wary of people because like now it's just like oh so i'm gonna have to risk taking two weeks out of my life possibly getting fucking sick losing income still two fucking years into it with way less help are you kidding like it's yeah. just I mean, wild I, I mean i i hear i hear i hear all of that and i and i and i don't disagree and until like several more variants come down the pipeline because they will and they prove to be, you know, of equal um, uh, strength as Omicron, you know, or less. But, you know, then there's, you know, the, the I, I don't think it goes this way. But then the idea is like there could be one that is equally as transmissible and less and, and, and more potent, you know. So, like, who knows? Like, apparently that's not how diseases work. So I'm I not just an immunologist, think... but no one listens to those fucking assholes. So I just, just make think... up our own facts. I just think, like, <clears throat> as in with the weather, <clears throat> as we see that it's getting worse, like, you know, we were talking about that interstate that was fucking jacked up for 27 hours because of a, a, a semi-collision. And snowstorms. Like, weather's getting worse. I'm not thinking that like, I, I, I think that maybe all of our pandemics will come in ebbs and flows, but I think they're going to be pretty fucking bad from here on out. Have you heard about the, the no-eyed clairvoyant 
who apparently uh, wow. uh, uh, predicted 9-11 and other such uh, uh, nonsense has like, oh, the next, the next pandemic that's going to take us out is a germ that is in the polar eye caps, ice caps. It's going to oh, melt but that's, and take us all out. That's not... Uh, you don't need to be a clear eyed, uh, a, a no eyes. She had no eyes. Point. No eyes, yeah. but she saw. You know what I mean? No eyes, but she saw. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, again, you don't need to be a no eyed clairvoyant to understand the risks. She was of probably also a change. Buddhist. But it's, but it's real. It's it's as as the ice as the permafrost melts. It's called permafrost for a reason because it stays permanently frosted, permanently frosted. But uh, that's melting, and below that are all of these ancient diseases. Uh, or diseases that we thought had eradicated because someone died in that with smallpox and then all of a sudden the smallpox is going to come out. So we don't know what kind of like, you know, ice age, pre-ice age flu is just waiting in some fucking Neanderthal's fucking butt cheek that's going to come on out. What kind of like, so you think super gonorrhea is bad now? I mean, you think you're over COVID now. Like, let's just like, like fuck super gonorrhea. Obviously no one cares about that. They're like, I will happily take six weeks of penicillin yep. shots until that's gone because you know sex dates are more important than fucking real <laughs> dates. dates sex dates are more important <laughs> than real dates at least in the beginning and that was another problem with omicron it started taking i'm fe- I was feeling real good I'm in the best shape of my life i'm ready to get back out there and then all of a sudden everyone's roommate starts having omicron you can't have any fun anymore <laughs> really annoying well no and the thing is is like let's not forget like you don't know how many people are completely not telling you that like, uh, be grateful that someone was like hey sorry i mean uh I, I, you can't come over because my roommate is gross you know what i mean and, and i had and i was who was it? i think not i was talking gross. To some, i don't want to say that i thought i was talking Omicron. to some i'm That's saying okay. gross. I'm saying you and your you and your soupy Just coughs stay home with your not, soupy coughs you fucking gross i'm you're, happy <laughs> you're hiv positive is because imagine how bad you would be if you didn't have a disease You'd be shame, shame left, shame right. Now, don't distract me when I'm talking about the grossest. All right, all right. Like, I, it's just a, there's just a lot of people out there Although, who are not saying shit, and it's like, I mean, how else? How if we can't blame this all on the unvaccinated anymore? I mean, like at this point, it has spread so much to people who have been boosted, vaccinated. Like, some of y'all are lying some of y'all are fucking liars that so that the other thing though is oh i remember what you say well hold on okay go ahead someone was like there's no morality in covid there's no morality in covid and i was like "Ah, i think there's gonna we're gonna we're gonna circle back to where there's gonna be you know what i mean like so at some point you're gonna have to look at accountability like like oh isn't that funny that suddenly there's no morality in covid because i don't know it affects also straight folks but you know uh, the morality that fucking was laid on the HIV crisis. And the other thing, it's like, you know, there's no morality in a virus, but if you're intentionally fucking a deadly disease into someone because you've been so damaged by society and your brain's crumbling because of disease, you know, we can talk about the morality of that. We can give justification for it through psychology, but there's morality behind that too. And similar to this, and I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about like, you know, AIDS. There's no morality in a virus. A virus is a virus, and a virus is trying to survive. But if you are willfully doing things or willfully 
you know, spreading false information because you believe false information because your brain don't work. Is that morality because you're stupid? I don't know, but it certainly is. If you're killing lots, if you're helping to kill lots of people and I'm, it doesn't, yeah. it's not morality. If your roommate gets COVID or if you're boosted and you get it and you're going out and you're living, playing, playing by the rules, because that's the thing. The rules are, are constantly changing. So sometimes it is hard to keep up. If you're not boosted, you're yeah. still playing by the rules. You're right. You know? Well, and see, in that way too. I mean, I was in Tijuana for Mexico for for uh, Tijuana right. for for Christmas, you know. And the thing is, is like I it did like um, it, it. The reason why I agreed to go is because I knew who I was with was was agree was listening to science. We were driving, which was a whole other thing. So we were not like going to be in an airport or whatever. We were staying in a hotel, and honestly. Mexico, I think, is being way more proactive when it comes to COVID than any place in the United States. Like, um, they have temperature checks at every fucking store you go into. Like, every store you go into, you have to check your... They have, like, you know, they have their fucking pump antibacterial everywhere you fucking go. And masks, like, everywhere are optional. You know what I mean? It's like, that's where they're like, you take that into your own hands. But... Never right. once did I feel unsafe about COVID when I was in Mexico. Well, Mexican COVID actually has real sugar in it, so it's actually better for you. Than <laughs> <American>. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um, and it tastes better, too. Much it's better. delicious. It's delicious. Everything's better in Mexico. But I, I mean, and it's so gay there, Casey. We have to go. We have to go back. You'll love I it. I love it. I love right, it. I love it. gay places. I want to be in gay places and I want to, and I try, I want to give them my money. I um, think anything where you find a prevalent Catholic church, there's going to be faggots. Like, right. did you hear about the Catholic priests and the bishop who came out because he found out a bunch of Catholic priests were on the grinder? No. What? Tell me the story. I mean, Fucking I'm not shocked by any pre of it. Priests be sluts. Listen, was this I, in Rome or listen, the Vatican City or was it somewhere? I'd say just be grateful that you have some clergy that are at least keeping it fucking 18 and up, you fucking bastard ass organization. That's a really good point. But let them uh, fuck each other. Yeah, let them fuck, fuck each other. Each well, other. They're, well, that was our whole thing. They're like, well, you know, our our basis is abstinence. So obviously they're like not doing it. And it's like, yeah, I know fire them but listen your organization has been a safe haven for lesbians homosexuals and pedophiles for millennia so at this point like if you're not going to go and start scooping out the kitty fiddlers first leave the faggots on grinder alone because there's a good chance they're at least doing their job right and getting their dick sucks hopefully by grown-ups you know it's the ones who are like just a little too quiet and a little too solid a little too abstinent in real life that you're like yeah. you're a kitty fiddler you know if what i mean and we all know every nun is a lesbian if only there was um an <laughs> app for pedophiles hear me out that way please you could then know who they are and you could you there could, is you could i literally think it's way. i think it's like I, there there is it's like any county Don't. website the city's website you can google where the no that's called are. the registry of sex offenders yeah that's so what it is so, yeah, yeah. Do, you think, do you think little kids who want to get their dick sucked by an old guy hop on that and they're like oh this guy's 30 300 3600 feet away no but you know there is a kid out there who wishes like that was a club. thing yeah it was called young tony <laughs>
I was like, who'll buy me pizza after? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I even at that age, I knew you ate afterwards. That's you know? how you go. You get the you get the sex registry registry. You get the sex registration, sex offender registration app in the nice neighborhood. You go down to like the OC. It's like trick-or-treating. You know where, they got nice, you know where to go you where the big of candy bars are. That's <laughs> gotta change your zip code for that app. Yeah, you um, hope you have you hope you have a friend with a car. Um. <laughs> speaking of kids getting fucked, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell went to, got <laughs> convicted for having sexual offender. Bad time for white women. Bad bad time for white women with money. Like it is a bad yeah. time. Listen, uh, say what you want about Ghislaine. I do. Did she groom? I'm positive she did. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, but but what we're forgetting, and so conveniently now after they killed Epstein, um, is that Ghislaine is a is a scapegoat because she might have groomed those girls, uh, not well enough because they're telling everybody now, uh, very shabby now. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, no, no. that one didn't stick. So. But we're not even thinking about the book, you know, like we don't even know the people, the list of who outside of this prince who's probably going to go down too. but who cares? It's not our country. Like, um, it's a lot of kitty fiddlers with money out there that that are not going to have any accountability for what they've done. And I'm talking about Donald Trump as well, like because. Oops, accomplice taken care of open and shut that's a bullshit crooked fucking system right now like i mean she's like if if she's if she's gonna talk she better start talking now before sentencing because that's how you cut some deals but my thing is it's like is she gonna but is you know they'll kill her too well this is a scandal situation we don't know how deep it goes you know what i mean it's like she she probably wants to fucking um sing like a bird right now and they're like no bitch sorry you got caught and you're literally the one going down but how like, are they not how is she not why is she not naming names i think that is my my one thing it's like maybe she, she she's is but the person go, she's talking but... to is like i'm not listening to you because i so also screaming it i also screaming fiddle it out the, kitties out the jail cell why isn't she screaming it out the jail cell telling everyone know. listen i just want we watched the hunger games and there's moments where you can't you know there's a peacekeeper waiting to fucking hit you with a baton tell the you tell never, the tell the correctional officer that who's bringing her bringing her her fucking her lunch that's a good like, franchise by the way the hunger Prince games Andrew? franchise good franchise okay I'm, I, is that, is that because, is it good because it, uh, they, they kill people and eat them? Is that a lot of murders, a lot of murders, a lot of well done murders, a lot of like, uh, yeah, that guy died, you know? I don't like it when the people that you want to die don't die. Speaking of people you want to die not dying and people you love dying, Fatty White is dead. You have been the queen of transitions today, and I just need to commend you and tell you that I love and respect it. Thank you for supporting your trans. Thank you for being a friend. That's for you. Oh, I appreciate you're that. You're my Betty White, but still breathing. 
I am uh, much younger than Betty White and still did this, alive. Did that, did that I, affect you? It kind of affected me, Casey. I'm going to be honest. I, I was just 99 years old. I'm happy well, this is the thing. Live. Yeah, not shocked that she went. So, and honestly, did, hold on. I read one article where it was like, she tragically died at home. Tragedy is a 99-year-old woman dying, even if she gets hit by a fucking like bald eagle falling out of the sky, something weird. Like She died at 99. I'm looking at it this way. Nice life. I think Betty knew Rich. something. I bet. Oh yeah, she was Delaney surrounded Maxwell by pillows. Maxwell was going to name names, and she- Betty was like, okay, <laughs> "Me and you know, she, you know, she was surrounded by pillows." Mm-hmm. <coughs> but like, <coughs> I think. <coughs> excuse me. She know she knew something, and she's like. 2022 is not going to be a good year for um i'm thinking the planet i'm not i think i think i'm going to have a good 2022 but i think the planet is fucked and she's like i'm going to give them one less thing to worry about in 2022 i am 99 people has not people have not seen me outside of tweets in like months let me just pass away and and i for for that i thank you betty white because I think we're screwed this year. <laughs> um, you don't need to be a, a, a no-eyed clairvoyant or a dying Betty White to know that 2022 ain't going to look so good. Um, and so <laughs> I, I, I do think that she she felt uh, that, um, I don't know, I think she died. I think she felt like she was dying and so she died <laughs> is what I think. And I appreciate her very much for bringing us joy and showing that an old woman, you know, can be um, a source of like, you know, inspiration and strength and joy and happiness and being she's the end. And all that stuff. She's of literally one specific show. She's the end of <laughs> one specific era. Like yeah. literally, like um, I mean, yeah. Wow. Anyway, are you okay? We only have a few minutes left, so uh, this is a new year. It is 2022, so um, I'm interested, Casey. Uh, do you have? optimism like personal or like how are you feeling going into this next year um i feel like the world the colorado fires made me realize that the um, one that just happened during winter mm-hmm. yeah yeah, it's, yeah it happened so fast and in, in, in such a resident residential area that it was um terrifying especially it was like oh like we're not prepared and anything could happen at any point there, there are, we're we're beyond a point where like um, you can really make plans for what the, what the weather is going to be like, the environment's going to do. You need to be prepared for bad shit to happen all the time. Is, is how I fucking park. (laughs) But, 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 but but the optimistic part on that is like in knowing that um, and in doing things, you know, like in doing things, I now, I like, I store water in my closet, <laughs> you know, that's like the best, but like, you know, I make sure that I have like certain amount of supplies. Like it, at this point, it's like, it, it, rather than what I used to do, which was panic about all the possibilities. I'm just kind of like, this is the world we live in. And so I can't spend my life being anxious about all the bad things that are going to happen. But here's the thing. A lot of fucking bad things are going to happen. Um, a lot to people, to us, maybe to the government and like and i think that you have to like i think we need to steal ourselves for that and not be like overwhelmed but also as a result the the, the way that i say saying 
is by not paying attention to it all of the time. You know, I just like no bad things are happening and I get the big headlines of the things, but like I don't dive deep into like what the, you know, the levels of white supremacy gun ownership is, you know, how high that's skyrocketing. I try not to delve into those details. And, other, and as a result, I'm relatively happy. And, you know, I can watch shit like Emily in Paris or seasons one through three of The Real Housewives of New York and feel numb. <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I, I just watched Don't Look Up. Okay, on, I saw uh, it. And uh, spoiler, I'm, I'm happy that the comet hit. I, cause I, I, I think like people are openly uh, uh, like anti that movie that I've talked to. Like, I didn't get it. Like, what are you, a story? Like, can I get a story? And I was like, I mean, that it literally just was a, a, a famous actors acting out the world's stupidity. Like, it's like, it's like the reason I feel like people didn't like the movie is because it's literally what is happening right now. And we don't think that that's a problem. Like, I, I think that like even viewers watching these people willingly kill themselves out of ignorance, uh, which is happening to us, like is such a non-issue that even Hollywood couldn't grip us. We're so immersed in our stupid. So I don't have much faith in uh, 2022 for the grand scheme. Myself, I'm like you in a way now where I'm just waking up, I'm setting my intentions, I'm trying to manifest good things, I'm trying to keep my energy as positive as possible and hope that a fucking random shooter doesn't shoot me um, and that I don't get swept away by a natural disaster. So, yeah, and- I mean, here's to... <laughs> Less of that in 2022. <laughs> and more of GPHH, of course, because uh, I love doing this show and it keeps us fucking grounded. It really does. This is a kind of a moment and a little check-in. Um, and we did it, Casey. The New first Year's. episode back on 2022. Do you want to tell people where they can find you on social media? Um, you can find me uh, on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Don't go to Twitter. There's nothing on Twitter. Instagram, KCWLEY, Venmo, KC hyphen LEY. Um, uh, and uh, I was supposed to be at Sketchfest uh, in San Francisco <laughs> this month, but uh, that got canceled. Your shit's getting canceled, huh? So we'll see uh, what transpires. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be around. Listen, be around. she's not going anywhere. Y'all, if you like the Gay Power Half Hour, please go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it. Rate the show, leave a comment. It helps. Uh, I also do the Tony Soto Show anywhere podcasts are streamed. Tune in. At our guest this week was is the fabulous female female impersonator Maureen San Diego from Chicago. Uh, I am uh, gigless. No, that's not true. I'm doing an event on Friday, January seventh, at the Elysian Theater in Riverside. It's called Topless. It is a benefit for our good Judy Ever Maynard. Uh, and their top surgery. So getting the boobies hacked off. It, and uh, in Riverside or on Riverside? On Riverside. What did I say? You said in Riverside. It's in Los Angeles. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. go to my Instagram for the details on that because she's foggy and she's getting a ride. So she doesn't know much anyway. She's doing drag and then a bunch of comedians are doing comedy. So I'll be the least interesting thing there. Uh, I am the Tony Sutter Show on Instagram, um, Twitter. 
and Venmo. So don't forget to uh, find me there. We'll be back again next week with more GPHH. Bye-bye.